0: Welcome to the first ATG for women podcast. We have Tiffany here, Iris and Annalise. These wonderful women have traveled here to Clearwater, Florida, and it's pretty amazing to hear the different stories and different backgrounds of ATG infiltrating out into the world when it used to be just a concept with Ben and me. And I was kind of the only woman actually, because it's Ben and men and, uh, I was dreaming to always have a group of women or community that women are different than men. Truthfully, I think everyone can agree. And they just bring a different side to the whole picture. Ben was really tough and he wanted to do different things and push through pain and be a man and whatever. That's the attitude. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And so all the regressions actually from ATG have come because of me as his wife or girlfriend then. And I just didn't want to work through pain, but also had any problems. And so I found ways to do things very light, light reps, not really fancy, didn't look cool, didn't really care. And then here it is. It's one of the main things in our ATG system is the regressions all the way down to walking in a pool backward, holding on to just start at the very basic spot if you can't even stand up safely. So it's really cool to see that we have one grown as ATG and then two, it is now developed into where we have these wonderful, wonderful women that want to just spread it further. And so this is the first podcast and we all are eager to share our stories, answer questions that we've already been Uh, given. And uh, there we go. So first, I would like to ask Tiffany, actually, how she found ATG and what her story is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, just a brief history of my I guess, strength training background, I was 19 years old whenever I hit 278 pounds um, and then started not even being able to work a serving shift without being in debilitating ankle, foot, lower leg pain. Wow. Um, And then I knew I needed to make a change or else I would end up like my dad who is disabled from a double knee replacement. Wow. Wow. And I started losing weight, but it wasn't the healthiest way I could have done it. I lost 100 pounds, but was still in pain, still immobile, not flexible, weak. And so that was my first lesson in you can be small and unhealthy and in pain. Yep. Um, Fast forward a few years later, I meet Ruben, and he is like over the moon showing me Ben's videos. Like, look at this guy. He can dunk. And I've never watched basketball, so I'm like, cool, looks like every other other guy that can dunk. But that's not not what I think now. I think what (laughs) they can do now is amazing. But to my eyes then, I was like, okay, cool. And then um, he's like, I think I want to be, he's like, I think I want to be a coach, but I need someone to do the level one standards. And he was explaining it to me. And I'm like, well, I'm already working out. Might as well try something new. And I was honestly Like half, but putting half effort in the first few weeks of trying it because I wasn't sold on it. Um, And we were living in an apartment at the time upstairs. And one day I was going down the stairs, I didn't use the rails. And I was like, wait, I've been using the rails to like go down the stairs and it's, it kind of hurts, but now it doesn't. So I was like, okay, what would happen if I put my actual effort into this? And so then I started. Because I was just doing ATG zero as like a warm up to my traditional strength training Mm -hmm. routine, um, which was wonderful. But it wasn't scratching the itch once I started getting out of pain Mm -hmm. for what it could have. And so then I switched to dense where I was just doing ATG. And oh, my gosh, like I didn't get any pain after work. Um, I was actually really rehabbing the back that I injured whenever I first started strength training. I had a herniated disc. Mm -hmm. Um, they wanted to do surgery, but I just felt like there was another way. And ATG like bulletproofed it because now my lower back is the strongest part about me. Wow. And just fell in love with it because my thought process was what if my dad had had ATG? before he got to full knee replacement surgeries and got addicted to painkillers. Yep. And I just kept thinking, what if, what if, what if? And then Ruben was like, well, you can't think what if because it happened. Mm -hmm. So now it's kind of, then I felt like it was my responsibility. I can't know this stuff and not try to teach it to people. Wow. And then we came to the expo. I was doing ATG about three months before the last expo. And just meeting all of you in person solidified it because I was like, wow, wow. These people have the same goal. They come from the same background of pain. And just being in that energy of just wanting to be better humans solidified it. I was signed up for ATG coaches on the way home. Back to Florida or back to Georgia. Um, and just ever since then it's been nothing but magic. That is so cool.
0: (laughs) I love, I didn't know all the details. So that is just unbelievable. I'm sure ATG can still help your dad on even with the double knee replacements, just basic regressions Mm -hmm. and you being able to help in general. I think life lessons like that help you know your next step and what you do, because I also had stuff with my dad. I lost my dad like 12 years ago. And I've learned many different things. And because of those things, now ATG is better. And had I not gone through those horrific things with my dad,
1: um,
0: I wouldn't be able to run the business the way I have now because of the lessons that I learned then. So it's really cool that you have grasped on to how helpful it is for you, that you've had such success for yourself and that you want to now share it with others. And that's just... Amazing. Because we need it. We need it. The world needs it for sure. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Well, I'm going to pass it now to Iris. I would love to know how you kind of found it. Iris is amazing. She does yoga. She serves. She's just like all over chick. She just, this girl has lots of skills, but I just want to know like what what happened? Uh,
2: I also had hurt knees, um, which is how I found it. And then I found Not just that I had hurt knees, but I had a lot of imbalances within my body. Mm -hmm. So I come from I grew up playing soccer competitively and then went into skiing competitively, um, mountain biking, and then wanted to learn to surf. Uh, instead I tore my meniscus in my knee. Oh man. Um, and so it was a big reality check. I was training people at the time. I have a full certification in Pilates also. So I was doing a lot of Pilates exercises and it just wasn't quite, working like it just it there was it was so close Mm -hmm. and um but it wasn't quite the answer and I was still looking for answers and thankfully someone directed me to Ben and your content and it's it was so quick it was like a light bulb went off in my head my body knew instantly as soon as I even listened to what you guys were saying my body knew that was the science I was missing Wow. In my, like, exercise routine. So I started to really combine it with other exercising that I was doing Mm -hmm. and just saw amazing results. And now I just love the program as a whole um, because it it's evolving, right? We're learning as we go. Absolutely. And there's so many different modalities that have come into this of, like, people just, like, so many different sports. We're talking about rugby last night and, like, just... Uh, there's so many people that are living in pain. Yeah. And I recognize with this program, like we have a lot of power in when we take that back and we decide that we don't have to necessarily live in pain. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a choice.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and when you put in the work and it's been a really long road, I think that is something that is really integral to my story mm-hmm. is I started to really look at these other stories of people like, oh, I can walk down the stairs. And my story was different. It mm-hmm. took longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I really was hurt more than I knew and really in balance more than I knew. So it's been a really humbling journey also that I'm so grateful for. Thank you.
0: Um,
2: and then also forming this tribe of women has just been incredible. And that's really a big part of the story is I really enjoy being around women and exercising, working out, talking about it. And so this has been like such a blessing because it's also, as we, as I grow with ATG and, and then I see all these amazing women and we get to talk about, you know, you know, you're not alone. Totally. So yep. yeah. And now my knee feels pretty darn good. That's so awesome. Um, but I am on the whole like track of okay, my story is not a two month, three month, four month Like yep. i w I'm similar in you, where I really had to humble myself coming from an action sports background. It was very challenging to be like, wow, my step is two inches yeah (laughs) totally. it's not Ben's like hitting PRs which you know all the which is another like it's great
0: the thing is is everyone doesn't know though that Ben didn't hit those PRs I was with Ben when he couldn't do anything Mm -hmm. he couldn't dunk so I the cool guy that you see now was not the cool guy I started dating just FYI yeah like for love (laughs) I mean Ben uh, I mean Bo can attest to that like you know, he was in pain. He was like a couch potato other than working out. He was mm. popping painkillers that I didn't even know about. I mean, I've never had a painkiller in my life because that's just not my normal thing. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense that he never told me about it. Cause that's not something that I'm like, bro. Right. <laughs> um, of course, if you need that fine, it's just not the best. It obviously disguises the pain. So mm-hmm. now you don't know what, um, hurts, Mm -hmm. you know? So of course his story is very different, but ultimately he had to spend tons of time to get to where he is right now. Mm -hmm. Years and years and trial and error and this and this. And I mean, I've done so many different things that are not part of the ATG system, trying to figure out Mm -hmm. what is what to then create what is the ATG and then watch it work. Because in the beginning, it's like, well, your husband, he's what? Like, does he have this background? Does he have that background? I'm like, honestly, I had his hurt knees. And he helped someone else fix their knees. And then he did the same thing with the next person with these exercises. Then it fixed their knees and their knees and their knees and their knees. I'm like, so what else do you need? Somehow it works. It just works. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to have some extra degrees of whatever. If it works, it works. And mm-hmm. it works every time, basically. So that's how I sometimes end up answering people like, you know, what does your husband do mm-hmm. and why and what backgrounds does he have and why is he, you know, the leading person in me success stories. And that's what I end up answering with. So that's really amazing. And I know that your story is just like many others, that they mm-hmm. find it and then they do get relief. And it's not necessarily mm-hmm. instant and you losing your weight wasn't necessarily instant and it takes hard work. Mm-hmm. And it took hard work from Ben and it took hard work from me and just I don't think anything really in life comes just that easy. It doesn't just plop in your lap. Mm -hmm. The Ben that everyone sees now is not the Ben that I know that had to be here at four o'clock in the morning and coming home at 10 o'clock at night, Mm -hmm. day after day after day, training other people, NFL players, because they wanted to be here first thing in the morning. And he would just not say like, well, this is when I'm available. He just did it. He trained moms because my sister- had a baby. My mm-hmm. sister's like, can you help, like, train me and some of my friends? And let's do a mom's class. And we needed to pay rent, and we didn't have enough money. And so we, my Ben was literally training moms. He didn't have a kid. They're telling him about gassy broccoli, and here's Ben who's <laughs> like, um, okay. Like trying to just like keep a straight face and like, listen to what they're saying when moms, once you're a mom, cause now I'm a mom, you're open. You don't care. You just talk about whatever, whenever. And you just expect the whole entire world to just understand what you're saying. So poor Ben is like this <laughs> 20 early twenties dude that doesn't have like sisters or anybody in his world talking about things like that. Anyway, I just remember You know, but he got lots of real life experience Mm -hmm. having to train moms all the way up to my mom. Mm -hmm. I was trying to make money for our wedding and we made another at a different time, made a women's class and my mom was there and she couldn't do split squats. So he'd have to figure out regressions and he'd be, you know, using different things. And all these things have helped Ben and I figure out the next thing and how to form ATG because of lots of practical application. We've I mean so many, so many people. I remember we went to Dallas and we trained this MBA player who couldn't do a certain exercise. And I remember helping him because of just how tall he was. Like how do you fix it? And and then it worked. Um but Ben had never trained someone that tall before. So he didn't even know what to do to fix it so this guy could do the exercise. Mm-hmm. Um anyway those just added little tidbits. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah, we're so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Yeah. Women of ATG. Yeah. Awesome. So Annalise, will you tell us about you? I know that you help train women, older women. And tell me more. Sure.
3: Yeah. Um, So my main focus, my business is on training older adults. So not just women, but it tends to be mostly women. Mm -hmm. Um, Mostly 60s, 70s, 80s my oldest client right now is 85. Wow. wow. Um, so that's awesome. And then my other kind of specialty is working with cancer survivors. So particularly women that have gone through breast cancer treatments and a lot of those um, like hormonal therapy that they go on, they have to go on for years, you know, yeah. reducing the estrogen levels, reduces the risk of cancer, but that also reduces your muscle mass and your bone dance density like significantly. Absolutely. Um, so strength training is like can play a huge role in minimizing those effects. Um, So I also partner with a cancer center local one near where I live. And they basically, when they like prescribe that medication, they're like, here's her business card and like start strength training. So I work with a lot of like beginner beginners, like women that have, they're 70 and they've never set foot in a gym, but they're like, but they're like this doctor that I really respect says I need to do this. So what do I do? Um, So it's super rewarding. And ATG has given me the tools to like, help them within a few weeks which is crazy because I've also done all kinds of courses and like like I think you were saying I've like tried all kinds of stuff trying to because you have to stick to something a certain amount of time before you know whether or not it works that's exactly right um, so so I've done a lot of that and since starting ATG a year and a half ago um yeah I've just been seeing these results happen so much faster just by having these women do calf raises, toe yeah. raises, little teeny, tiny baby Patrick steps. And they're already like, "Whoa, oh, I'm using the stairs without the railing now. Like, mm-hmm. what I didn't, like I had one woman the other day a few weeks ago and after three weeks, she was like, oh my God, you're going to think this is like the dumbest thing. Mm-hmm. But I just like, you know, we have these stairs that don't have railings in the, to get into the house. And she was like, normally I'd have to like step up Put my other foot up. Yep. Then step up, put my other foot up. And she was like, Yesterday, I just went straight to the next step and I didn't even think about it. And I was like, And she was like, I know it sounds really stupid, but I'm like really excited that I don't go upstairs like an old lady anymore. And I was like, Yeah, girl. That's amazing. That's like, the, you know, that's like why we do this. Right. Absolutely. You want to do it. You want to be able to go upstairs without thinking about it. Right. 100%. And I think so many people when they're younger don't realize that that's like, that's your future if you don't really work right yeah. mm-hmm. and but it's so cool that at 70 never having set foot in a gym that you can get that back and start to build it back but it's but it's slow right it takes some, yeah. um, especially when you're older it, like the progress is way slower but but seeing that little bit of progress is like motivating to keep going so anyway that's like my main thing but i i found out about atg actually through my fiance because he He's big into uh, beach volleyball and he had like busted up knees from all that. So he found Ben through, you know, social media or whatever. And like two years ago, he's like showing me this, you know, these videos of Ben doing ridiculous stuff. And I was already a trainer at the time and I was looking at it like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this guy. Like, yeah. I don't know if this is going to be helpful for me. But I started watching him do zero and his knee pain like totally taken care of. And So I was like, oh, maybe I'll try it. So yeah, I started trying it. And then I was like, these extra, this zero thing actually, it came at a great time for me when I was starting to do stuff on Zoom with people because, you know, 2020. That's right. Um, And yeah, and I was like, I can have all of my 80-year-olds doing tib raises and calf raises at home. And they were getting like faster results than they were when we were in the gym together. Like, because I had this like tool now that was like, oh- why did I not? Yeah, I was like, why did I think of this? But I don't know. Who knows? It's not in any other education that I ever did how important this stuff is. So yeah. yeah, just like ankle stuff and Patrick steps is like you know. Now that I'm here and I've like met you guys, I'm like, like this is the this is the bed Patrick that's named after those steps that we're doing. <laughs> and they're like, oh. So anyway, um, that's my. So I kind of found ATG in this roundabout way through. I I, I haven't had too many like serious injuries and stuff. Cause I, I was telling Iris the other day, I'm not a very competitive person. I like rock climb. I <laughs> I do like solo things because I just like to Mark. move, but not <laughs> I don't know. I don't when I was a kid playing soccer, I would if there was like someone looked like they wanted the ball, I'd be like, oh here. <laughs> you look like you want this more than I do. So, the so opposite like, of me. <laughs> I know, I'm like I'm like the opposite of most people that end up and I think that's why I get along with old ladies. So yeah. anyway, but so that's my I Like I came from a place of like people I care about being really helped by this and then just trying it out and being like, this is definitely the best tool in my toolbox now. So
0: yeah, that's my, that's my jam. That is so awesome. Um, funny story on the Patrick step up. Actually, I came up with that on our honeymoon, but Ben told me that It had to be the Patrick step up because I was trying to name it the Schneider step up, but we were 10 days married. So it became Patrick step up. So it's named after you.
3: you. (laughs) Not Ben. That's still.
0: You know, (laughs) we were Ben wasn't like a big famous anyone. So I'm like, yeah, go for it. You Patrick step up. Sure. Who knew that? you know, the entire world's going to be doing this exercise, the Patrick step up, that I have a video of me on a rock in Australia being like, this doesn't hurt my knees, baby. Try it this low. This is so cool. Um, I am so
3: thrilled to hear that story and I want to adjust my story to everyone else.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, but funny enough, then it did appear like when we came back, because of course I'm competitive. So I'm like, I invented this yeah. now, like now that the world knows this, I'm like, wait, <laughs> came up with this and Ben's like well actually I think I used this one time with someone when an NFL player when he hurt his ankle and anyway I checked it out sounds like it might have happened but to everyone's knowledge they didn't use it again it was forgotten about and then on my own on the beach I was like this is amazing so who knows how it actually went down except that I know I was trying to name that the Schneider step up which is my na- my maiden name um, anyway, that's incredible. I am so happy to hear that, uh, you help older women. That's an area that I think is really important because as you age, you have got kind of two paths that you're taking. You're either doing exercising and eating well or eating well and not exercising or doing both. And it appears like nowadays that Exercise is so much more important than even how you eat because you can eat, like I was a figure skater. I used to eat an entire piece of, a box of pizza. I'm serious, myself, 15 years old. And because I exercise so much, I was able to just burn it off. But if you don't, if you just eat healthy, your body and your movements don't actually get what they need to. And nowadays, especially too, in the social media world video game world phone world you know people are sitting more they're not out and active mm-hmm. so i think in general um in the older generation but also in the younger generation it's more important than ever to get your body actually moving and not only base things off of just eating healthy like mm-hmm. just moving you know like how people can't walk up the stairs they can't yeah. bend over to get their kids they can't whatever like that's horrible. So, um, my, my goal for myself is just to be able to be mobile and feel good for my whole life and help other people either not have pain if they've already had pain or not have to work through pain to then build back areas and then to just be able to live a nice life. Like how cool is it to just be able to live life well, Mm. like you're supposed to and not have, there's so much craziness in the world already. Why would you now want to have a problem with your body? Yeah. Like you got to use your yeah. body to live. You need to go make money. You need this. You need yeah. to like, you know, um,
2: well I think that's why you're such a good example. It's something that I remind myself of often, which is you have equipment in your living room. And right. you were on a beach in Australia doing step-ups. Right. It doesn't have to be some grand plan of coming in a beautiful gym. It can really be one or two reps. Yep. It can just start small. So true.
3: I have like I have that all the time with like I mean one client in particular is like taking care of her husband full it's like full-time job since yep. older and yeah. she was just like not doing anything for a while because she just didn't have time between mm-hmm. taking him to appointments and all that stuff so I was like all right look you're just gonna do you're gonna put your mat in your living room. that's right <laughs> and you're just gonna do these three exercises yep every day and yep. like just do it and she, so she would you know before she would go to bed even if she got to the end of the day she'd like look at the mat and be like oh yeah okay I gotta do it. and that just like kickstart you know that yeah. kick started now she's back to like doing her full workouts and getting stronger again and building muscle but that was enough to like get her out of her back pain which mm-hmm. was like holding her back from doing anything else right so yeah, yeah. just it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. like going to the work the gym and doing a full thing you just do a little bit and that can
0: make such a big impact a hundred percent I think the hardest thing for people in general is just starting. Like when you wanted to lose the weight, you, it's not like an everyday thing to, for you to have that decision, that decision made you to start. But just like what you said, you just need to decide to do something, even just like two reps of anything, just anything to begin, Mm -hmm. because then you, then also once you have a win, so if you're not exercising right now and you're kind of just like, I don't, I don't know where to begin. I don't know what to do. The best thing is to do is just start with anything, one rep, two reps, three reps, because the more you do, the better you'll feel. And then the better you feel, the more you'll do. And so it's this kind of like, the, what's, what do you do first? You just have to start anywhere doing anything, honestly. Like, yeah. I don't care if you go into a pool and you just start swimming, which is not necessarily the ATG program at all, but just do something and then you'll feel good about it. And then you'll want the next step and the next step. Um, and find something you love. Doing if you can yeah, right.
3: Absolutely. Even mm-hmm. that, just like I have some people that are motivated by the fact that they love to dance or they mm-hmm. love to do a certain thing. And then once you get started doing that thing, then you can start to have the mindset of like, oh, if I do my ATG exercises, like that thing is gonna feel better. Mm-hmm. But you know, you build up to that over mm-hmm. time, but you just find you find something that you love and can keep coming back to and enjoy coming
0: back to. Absolutely. Right. It doesn't have to be the perfect program right away. Absolutely. I was a figure skater. That's how uh one of the main things that connected Ben and I. We were like the only two serious athletes in our little school. He would leave to go to play basketball at 3 p.m. I would leave to go to skating every day at 3 p.m. Years later we see each other and all we talk about is athletic athletic stuff, you know, ice skating, basketball. Did you still do this? Did you still do this? What happened? What happened? You know? Um so That to me is exactly what you're saying. I love ice skating and I loved ice skating. I did it for 10 years working on triples. I would have been so much better. I mean, Mm. I still had an incredible coach, went to the Olympics. He was the first man to land a quadruple jump in the Olympics. Like I was a serious athlete, but I also, what's crazy to think about is they used to tell me to bend my knees, bend my knees, bend my knees all the time. And I thought I would try and I couldn't. And I thought it was because I have longer legs and I'm taller than most figure skaters is only because I had tight calves like think about that you can't bend your knees so well but when you can't bend your knees and I can show and demo this later but like you actually have to bend your knees to jump up Mm -hmm. so then you don't have as much height. So you can still have all these other things. I mean, I was focused. I was, I would show up. I worked hard. You know, I understood the moment, the movements of having your arms and this and whatever. And I physically could not bend my knees more, which just enabled like those, those few extra inches of just jumping up allows you to get that third repetition in. Mm -hmm. And so, man, I would have just been so much better had I had ATG now. Um, just specific to that one thing, calves and, uh, anyway, so.
2: Yeah. And that's kind of comes into like some of the do's and don'ts of the ATG mm-hmm. program in general. It's like, don't compare yourself to other people. Your body is your body. Your journey is your journey. Yep. And that's why we have amazing regressions and things like elevating your heels, yep. which can take that out of the equation. You could have gotten some of that mobility in your knees
0: hundred by j- just knowing Yep. More just knowing more. I mean, for me, the calf stretch would have done it completely, mm-hmm. but I think the do's and don'ts of ATG for beginners is number one zero is the mm-hmm. best place to start. Mm-hmm. Knee ability zero is unbelievable. We've had actually so many back success stories from knee ability zero that now we have made a back ability zero a program. So that's an incredible program too. tons of wins on both of those. Um, another few things are, uh, the book the neability zero book is a wonderful place to start ben wrote that a lot of people don't know like the backstories of any of this stuff so i know it and it's like ingrained in my body and then i'm like oh yeah people don't know that he wrote that book when i was laying in bed with onyx after i just had him as a newborn and he would watch me sleep and he wrote it from a desk that was literally a tv table like this from target sitting on like a random chair the entire book and just because like, it wasn't some fancy thing. He wasn't like, I'm going to now go write a book and I need my office and I need my computer and I am need my whole setup. He just like sat there and wrote this book out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's, that's part of the incredibleness about Ben is his hard work and his like, this, there was no stops, you know, we're sleep deprived. His job was to watch me sleep so that I could not roll over on the baby That was the whole point of it. So he just sat in the room and wrote a book. And um, all the videos, those weren't like perfect, they were shot, but they were just one time done. And then we screenshotted them from the videos. And it wasn't like, now he wrote this book. So now he needs to have these fancy pictures. It was just like, let's use what we got. Let's get Mm -hmm. this information out. We did one photo shoot, me and him together. And then we just used the stuff that we had from when he made the videos. And, um, that's one of actually something that's crazy. I'm sure Ben has learned a lot from me, but I have learned from him that you can just do like, you don't have to have the perfect setup to start. You just do. And then you learn and then you learn again. And ATG has evolved. The business has evolved. The staff, like everything we've all learned. We don't, we didn't know. I didn't know. There's so many different things, but, um, I think that's like an amazing life lesson Mm -hmm. that you can just start start on whatever you're trying to do, writing the book, mm-hmm. you know, taking your kid to soccer practice, whatever it is. If it's one time a week, just try starting the program for your knees, for your pain, for your, this just start. I think is probably like, well, mm-hmm. that's the cool thing yeah. about zero is you start with
3: doing toe raises. Like right. you start with tip raises. You're just doing this really small movement mm-hmm. that literally anyone can do like and you need nothing and you don't need anything no equipment a calf raise just like with your hands at the wall yeah and those are like the first three that it's like you get these three down before you even try anything else so it's such an easy like it goes along with that life lesson so well yeah just with anything that you want to start you start small but here it's just like such an accessible door that you to get into
0: yeah absolutely Iris, I'm going to put you on the spot. What, um, what is your favorite exercise for your background of Pilates and different things that has helped you? Like
2: probably reverse squats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think especially, and and you can probably attest to this too, through pregnancy, um, getting back in, in, um, or just as a woman, um, really, Connecting with our deep pelvic floors, mm-hmm. our abdominals; those are they're really powerful yep. exercises. Um, I love also. I mean, that's I, one
0: of my favorites. So I'm
2: I'll also gonna pick it. one I'm really good at. Yeah, go for it. You can definitely <laughs> yeah, pick one. Yeah. That you're good at. I'm like oh, I can hit a PR in this when I'm in the gym and show off. Um, I love RDLs too. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, Romanian deadlifts. They just feel really nice on my body. Um, coming from the skiing and the soccer and uh, surgery on one knee, torn on the other uh, hamstrings were a big thing for me. Yep. And so RDLs kind of take the box of, uh, that hip mobility yep. and also really working hamstring length, um, without the challenge of like Nordics, because yep. Nordics are pretty intimidating. Yep. Um, so even like seated good morning, uh, if you've had, if you have some pain or something, I'll regress clients to that. But yeah, RDLs are also a personal favorite and they make me feel powerful which is Absolutely.
0: nice. Like, They're
2: great. That's I still want to like one. hit PRs. I still, I still <laughs> want to hit some personal bests. but um, yeah, those two are, have just been really amazing. And reverse squats is just not something
0: that I did. Yeah. I didn't do those ever before Ben. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I
3: either. But one thing I noticed with my clients is doing them or we do a version where we, I just, we just sit on a chair and I have them lift like one knee up. And that has been huge for people getting in and out of cars. Because yeah. I have a lot of clients wow. that before now, they would like pick, physically pick their own leg up to like get yeah. in the car. Yeah. So we work on like just that in a seated version or I have them like step up it over a block or, you know. So mm. the reverse squat has been huge and the, like kind of unintentionally. But I started seeing over time that they were like, oh, it's easier for me to get in and out of the car now. So there's yeah. simple stuff like that
0: Wow, that's really amazing. The effects kind of just, you don't know where they're going to hit, but people tell you that like, oh, this was easier. (laughs) Wow, cool. That's Mm -hmm. so incredible. Mm -hmm. Super incredible. Yeah, the um, reverse squats are amazing. They're my favorite, honestly, for just after the baby. I waited a while, Mm -hmm. but um, that's the part I felt I couldn't keep up with when you're having a baby, like that Mm. area, no matter, I felt strong. And I remember trying to do a split split squat after I had the baby and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even do this. Like the the muscles just are gone. You had no tearing either, right? No. no, Yeah. I didn't have a C-section. And no diastasis. I tore a little bit of, I did a little separation. Um, I didn't have any separation. Okay. I just, I did tear, but the main thing is, um, you just lose the muscle. Like as much as you tried to do it, it's made to stretch like, but you can't really work it out that easily Mm. because you have a Mm -hmm. bump. So my arms were fine. My legs were fine. I could do the squats. I was doing different things. I was working all these muscles around, but those actual muscles just disappeared. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that I was really shocked about because I thought, Oh yeah, I got this. Like I can mm-hmm. do squats. Those were fine. Split squats. Like it just didn't work. It, like I actually couldn't do it safely. So one of the things I would recommend on pregnancy and post-pregnancy is do what you feel comfortable doing, mm-hmm. but, um, always consult your doctor because I'm not a doctor. However, you can tell your body for the most part of like, okay, this feels good. This doesn't feel good. Don't do things that don't feel good. Mm -hmm. And of course, like if your doctor gives you permission and you feel comfortable doing something, then sure, go for it. I was definitely very active when I was, uh, with Mm -hmm. my kids. Um, it was fun to keep working out. I remember doing squats, I think like five or seven days later after the one baby, and it's only because I felt okay that I was like, sure, let's keep doing this. But it's not, you know, I, I didn't do the split squats after it was weeks too. It was maybe eight or nine weeks. Like I think you're supposed to wait 12 weeks to get cleared to start back on exercises, doctors-wise. So you again check with them. But in general, the more you do and the more movement you do, and you even can just like understand the body, um muscle memory kind of thing, mm-hmm. that is really important. So anyway, the reverse squats were really amazing to help kind of like bring you back because that to me was the hardest to keep mm-hmm. as, a, as a pregnant woman.
2: And also you did them um, it, through your pregnancy That's and right. so you needed to regress it and do just a standing hip lift with a, either a monkey foot or unweighted.
0: That's exactly mm-hmm. right.
2: Yeah. So you yep. kept your hip flexor strength yep. through your pregnancy.
0: 100%. Mm-hmm. Um awesome. Well, let's see here. Oh Tiffany. Gonna say,
1: yeah. Well, I was gonna say what was the most important thing for you in maintaining or building the back strength needed to support the the bump eventually? Cause I have some friends who are pregnant and they're not even finished with the first trimester and they're already feeling back pain. And I'm and I know when you, when you're towards the end, you're almost in a constant state of lordosis. Mm-hmm. and how can we strengthen that to where it's not so miserable at the end of pregnancy
0: absolutely so i did seated good mornings and there's some stuff that you guys can show on that pregnant because um i remember going all the way to the the bench here that can help too if you oops if you have like a body that can't easily press against the the bench um it allows more room to give mm-hmm. Over here, like off a bench. And that to me was, I think, the most important for the back to keep it good. And I used that a lot during this pregnancy. And I did have back pain on my first pregnancy. So I was conscious of doing that this time around. And did you have any pain towards the end? I don't remember any back pain on this one. That's a win. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely. I would say I did with Onyx and I didn't with Sapphire. And those are my kids' names. Um, and I think that that was a wonderful thing. Try it. Like for me, it's all about try it. Mm -hmm. So if it, if it works, then great. Just keep it up. You know, like we're only here to help. We're only trying to learn. Feedback is so important. Um, it's cool. I asked when I hit 75,000 followers on Instagram, What are questions that you want to know? And I actually have some of the questions here that I can go over because it's all about you. Like, what do you want to improve? How can we help you? How can we serve you to be the better you? It's the best because the better you, the happier you, the less pain for you. Can you imagine if everyone that went through the line in Dunkin' Donuts, and I guess not everybody's eating Dunkin' Donuts, but just imagine mm-hmm. if they were all super happy and fit and maybe just getting coffee because that's like, you know, something that we could all have. Um, <laughs> they would just be happier on the road and then less accidents and less this and less that. And they'd start exactly. their morning better at work and then everyone just be happier just because of, you know, less pain and being able to do the things that they want to do. But then imagine if you can't go down the stairs in the morning, like you think you're
1: going to have a good day? Because how much suffering and arguments and hate comes from just being so miserable Mm -hmm. with ourselves and our inability. And that's why I love about ATG is we don't focus on what you can't do. That's right. That's never even a question. We assess it. Sure. But we focus on what you can do and we work from there and it's never, Oh, well you can't split squat. So you suck. Like (laughs) in the bro gyms, that's, that's a lot of what the mentality is. But here it's like, okay, you can't do a flat ground split squat. Let's get you into a split squat a little bit elevated and that's perfect. And it works Mm -hmm. and we work from there and we build and it's the small wins that I love so much that keep me motivated because I think ATG really helped kind of reframed my mindset around what is a PR? A PR isn't Mm -hmm. necessarily lifting more weight. Yeah. It's, it gets down to how you feel about the workout compared Mm -hmm. to last week. Yeah. Where was your positioning Mm -hmm. better? Um, The reps. Did you do more reps? The tempo, the weight, of course, Mm -hmm. all the different things. And that just keeps it going. I never get bored. Yep. Mm -hmm. I never get bored. And Mm -hmm. that's what I love about it so much. That's so cool. And you're so
0: right on that. Like, ATG, there's no, like, you can, you can't, like, go do the the basic basics. On the videos, I show the regressions. Like, I'm not out there, even though I'm crazy competitive, <laughs> crazy competitive, way more competitive than Ben. Um, I show the regressions and you, there is no harm in starting at the most basic point because mm-hmm. that is what's going to get you to the next spot. And the whole purpose of this is to get blood flow to the areas that you are not mobile in or have injuries or pain so then you can heal it you can heal your body like how cool is that so you just have to do these light gentle exercises but what's really cool is the light and gentle for us as women most women that's pretty much what we need are the same things that NFL players, NBA players, mm-hmm. yes. the top athletes in the world are doing the same things because it just works. That's what ATG is. It's just, it works. So no matter where you're at, there's a spot for you. This is an everyone program. This is an assistance to, if you do CrossFit, if you do yoga, if you do skiing, if you do figure skating, it's not its own sport. It's something that supplements into every sport to make that sport or that activity or that life, your life better. And, um, ATG in essence is balancing the body through exercise. So a lot of people have imbalances. Just how how, you think you're comfortable having an imbalance? No, you know, your shoulder, something, this is tight, that's tight. You don't move well. So that's the essence of what ATG is. And um, here, I'm going to have Iris ask me a couple of these questions. Which one she thinks might be the best? These were ones again from my Instagram that people wanted to know.
2: Um, how do you first address, uh, teaching people why we do knees over toes and how do you integrate that when you, so coming from like a Pilates background, I ran into people were like, well, why would I do this? And, uh, how do you integrate that with other exercises, like other sports, other programs? Cause a lot of people come in and say like, well, should I just be doing ATG? Can I, use this in combination with other things?
0: Absolutely. That's a great question. So knees over toes is part of life. If you like it or not, like Mm -hmm. you drop a pencil, you have to pick up the pencil. You can try to do it without bending your knees. It's actually impossible that I know unless Actually, that's not impossible, but you have to be like Ben or crazy, flexible, contortionist style to be able to do it in a way that you don't look ridiculous trying to pick up your pencil. You bend over and you pick up your pencil with your knees bent. So and you're same thing. Rounded. Right. <laughs> exactly. But you just bend over, you get it. And so you have going downstairs, you have picking up your grandchildren, you have these different activities that you are already doing going knees over toes. So you can avoid all these different things or you can minimize it. And then when you actually do them though, that's when people get hurt because they're not used to it. They haven't trained their body to actually be able to do knees over toes. So the main thing is that you just start because it would just help your body be better and be more mobile and you can then do more things. Mm -hmm. Um, And then to add that to any other sports, you can do ATG with anything. You don't have to just do atg you can do it with any type of anything crossfit um all the sports we've done just anything uh and
1: yeah just
0: yeah i Did really that touch
1: on that. liked doing um whenever i was doing traditional strength training warming up
0: mm-hmm. with atg yep 100 percent with zero and, right
1: yes and now whenever i was running for a little bit warming up for running with tibs mm-hmm. calves split squat yep I mean, that was beautiful. Backwards walking.
2: Yeah. (laughs) But that's like really the, Mm. the, like, you don't know where to start. Yeah. A, get outside. It feels good. That's right. If you can get outside, get outside. Yeah. But like, it doesn't have to be this grandiose thing. It can literally be some steps backwards. Mm Yeah. And I find like for myself, if I'm going to go do another sport, like start with backwards walking. Most of us have it available to us. If you can walk forwards, you can can, walk backwards or you can find a regression within the system that allows you to go backwards.
0: hundred percent. Walking backwards is like the number one thing you can do to start helping your knees. If you want to know like, where do you begin? Walk backwards. Do it in a safe place. Don't do it where there's cars coming and bring a partner so they mm-hmm. can watch behind you if you're going to go to like a parking lot or something like that. But just walk backwards wherever you can, wherever you have open space. That is probably the best tip of just where to begin.
2: Right. And you showed even a pool. Yeah. Or, and you you know, you can challenge yourself with hills. Mm-hmm. There's so many Those options for it. You can do it barefoot. You can do it with shoes. Yeah. Like there's not, there's not a lot of rules to it other yeah. than just like what you do forward, start to think about maybe going backwards yeah Mm
3: -hmm. that's like my
2: my
3: favorite it's all on zoom they're all at home so it's yeah back and forth across the room backwards and that already improves their balance too because they're not used to just learning that skill of walking backwards is a good challenge to improve your balance and Mm -hmm. balance out your muscles so
1: that your balance going forward that's so huge I got yeah I got my grandmother walking backwards and within like a week she was saying that it felt easier just to walk around her house and she wasn't so scared of tripping over things. Wow. That how huge is that for someone that's so huge. Her age 75 years old. I mean, I want her to live forever, but and we know with old people the biggest risk is falling. Yep. Once you fall, if you mess your hip up, it's yep. almost yep. always only downhill from there. Yeah. So, just preventing it as long as possible with the walking backwards.
0: Absolutely. That's what in the Chinese culture People walk backwards. It's just normal. Yeah. And they live a long time and they don't have knee problems. And it's just yeah. like that's it makes sense. It's just that's why we do it now. That's where we yeah. learned it from and that's why we do it. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And
2: two years ago, I didn't used to see people walking backwards. And now yeah. it's kind of getting more popular. Oh, so yeah. just like early adapters, people mm. might look at you weird. That's right. Uh, but keep your eyes on the price, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. it really does pay off. Yeah. It doesn't take long.
0: Yeah. And then once you start seeing mm-hmm. someone else that's doing it, you're like, oh my gosh, you're doing it's your it? tribe. It's, you. it's yeah. your tribe. Exactly. I mean, just imagine this. No one was doing our stuff. Mm-hmm. Ben and I are like in the airport and he's trying to get his workout in for the day. <laughs> and we're flying. And so he's doing like Tib raises against the wall with me on his back or split squats with me on his back in the airport. Like this has happened numerous times. Or just imagine when we were in New York City with the the treadmill turned off going backwards. Like people don't do that. This is Mm. five, six, seven years ago. That got me a lot of weird looks. You know, like (laughs) you guys at least have like an interesting time now where you can at least be like, check it out on YouTube. Like I'm not doing something too crazy. Well, we were doing that crazy thing that no one was doing. No one I and mean, on YouTube. No. Oh, so it's really funny to just see you how... guys are
2: such a match. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. When you see you guys together, it's just so magical. <laughs>
0: That's so sweet. I think we're very different. Mm-hmm. And I think the differences work really well together yeah. 99% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then that one percent, you know, sometimes we have to go back and forth figuring out stuff. And then what normally works is we end up with a compromise. Mm. And then that compromise is what is just like the answer, because both of us bring some other side to the equation. Mm. That's awesome. Anyway,
2: yeah. um, so another interesting question, and I actually had this when I first started too. I found Nordics very intimidating. Yeah, um, and a lot of people are interested in how we regress Nordics within the gym. Yep. Um, obviously, with our clients, we start with elephant walks just to lengthen the hamstrings. Yep. But just getting into actual Nordics. Yep. um, How did you guys do that and find regressions and ways to do it in places? I mean, obviously you're not doing in the airports probably, but yeah, um, yeah. how do you regress that
0: within the gym? So you can, um, there's a tool called the Nordstick that you can get, that's something you can get to have at home. You put it under a door. It's not necessarily the best regression, but it's something that you can do that you could work on at home. The main point of the regression is that you would lower down as far as you can having a mat below you so that you can kind of fall and plop Mm-hmm. Um and, and or push off and spring back. That way you can start building the muscles that you need in the hamstrings. So it's just the down part that you need to really be focused on where you hold control as long as you possibly can. And then that really will help you Mm-hmm.
2: And we talked about you had someone even you just had been like on your oh, yeah. ankles, like yep. holding you down. There's options with bars, like waiting a bar to put your feet underneath that. Yep. Um. There's so much stuff when you look on both yours and ben, Ben's pages or just within the ATG community of ideas that people have had for how to get a Nordic set up. But
0: the Nordic stick is really awesome. I use it with my clients. We have an ATG version, yeah. ATG Nord stick. It's mm-hmm. on Amazon, I believe yeah i mean or on fun. our our equipment page atgequipment.com everybody <laughs> we sell our yeah. own equipment again.
3: <laughs> um yep. Yeah, I, so i obviously do like super super rest things and the most simple thing i do with people is just like a standing hamstring curl like, yes. you just stand mm. and then oh knee wow behind you. and that's okay it. That, that would right. be the lowest that so, i've like, heard lowest. of that you could yeah yep. anyone and that actually does like Right, tire out some people's hands. Oh, I'm sure. And 20 reps of that.
0: So, yeah. You know what? I just thought to do that in a pool because you'd have the water. Yeah. um, Yeah. Of course.
3: To push against.
0: Yep. Yep. That would be really cool. Um, You can add
3: little ankle weights or even like push a band back. Like you can start to add some resistance to it, but that's like the simplest. So, I have a lot of people that aren't, they're just not going to get on the floor either. Right. Right. Yeah. Do that. So, that's a good way to get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's (laughs) right. But, yeah. So that's a way to get started. You just stand there and bend your knee.
0: That's yeah. so smart. And also a hamstring curl machine, like we did mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can do that on the way to the Nordics too. Um, and get any imbalances out that you need to. Yeah, when you get the because that's out. really, really helpful. Imagine if one leg's super strong, one yeah. leg's not so strong. Now you're trying to do a Nordic and now you're just not there. So you help balance that out, and then you can evenly tighten yeah. to pull up.
2: Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um uh, one other that I thought was uh, yeah. pretty interesting was uh, foot positioning and how we decide on foot positioning within squatting. Yep. Um, Patrick Peliquin, Peterson steps. Yep. Um, so maybe
0: just so for us that. in the ATG system, <clears throat> most of the time, just do what's comfortable. So if some people want their toes out, because that's how they feel comfortable do it that way especially when i was pregnant like that's what i favor some people like to have their feet straight like this do it that way um i wouldn't recommend doing them like this so straight or <laughs> yeah. out a little bit is good and then with your heel elevated that just kind of helps focus more on around the knee so it also makes it so you can go deeper if you have tight calves it's just a tool that you can use that's really helpful. We have ATG Buddies. They're little squat rubber things that you can take easily with you. They look like big doorstops, or you can get a slant board and that's really helpful. And you can kind of just also go up to where you feel on it so that the slants higher or lower to just feel really what's good for you. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. And then you can just build and build and build on that and play around with it. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, this actually I can feel it in my VMOs a little bit more. That's this teardrop muscle right here. Um, that's a really fantastic muscle to build to protect your knees like that is a an amazing thing honestly ben will probably laugh at this but like that's now the cool thing within atg of like your teardrop muscles and your quads like guys that have good legs versus like you yeah. Yeah. need chicken legs yeah, yeah, yeah. so um it's really cool to just know that, see that because ultimately your body actually, like people can do exercises to look good. But Mm. one thing that we don't have, and you can see here is we have no mirrors. There's nothing like ATG is not to look good. That's not the purpose of it. It's to use your body, feel good, be pain-free, balance it, balance your body through exercise. So, um, the whole point is just to have a functional body. Exactly.
1: And looking good, is great, yeah. and I think you should be able to 100%. train to look good. But I think we get so hyper focused on mm-hmm. it that we leave our connective tissues behind. And what good does looking good do for you if you can't even bend over without pain that's or right. go down the stairs without pain? It's almost right. like it's kind of for nothing because it's not functional. Totally, that's it's right. Like having a beautiful car that doesn't run. 100. That is a great, a great way
0: to look at it. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably. The last thing we should do, we had an amazing podcast. Yeah. Um, I think that line though, having a great car, say it again. Mm-hmm. That doesn't run. That doesn't run. Like nobody wants that. And so H E G will be the gas to make your car yes. run and the the, you know, nuts and bolts oiled and all of that so that you can actually mm. use your car. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, thank you all so much. I think we had a fabulous first podcast. Feel free to let us know if there's other things that you want to touch on um, and have questions about. But uh, any last words?
2: I, uh, something that Ben says that has said that really resonated with me is use intelligence. You mm-hmm. were talking about that. Like, have fun. Yeah. Use intelligence. Like, start. Really, what I've learned with HEG is learning to listen to my body. Yes. Stop pause
0: mm-hmm.
2: like learn to listen yeah it, it's it's um it will change your body yeah it'll change your mind too and that's the was my biggest surprise was how much my mentality changed towards exercising longevity and how much freedom I've gained from that
0: wow yeah
2: it's been really amazing yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, meaningful thank Thanks. you yeah <laughs> thank yeah. you you're welcome any last words for you
3: oh man no just what I, I want to step on what iris just said that was awesome but yeah totally true listen to your body and thank you Alyssa. thanks so much for having us on here it's been
0: really yeah it's been really cool amazing thank you and tiffany
1: yes so i would say if i there's one thing i could tell anyone ever it's that if you're if you have a broken body if you have an injury or whatever the very first step not even ROKP, the first step is believing you can heal. Mm. You have to have the belief that your body can heal itself when given the right conditions. And if you're just training just for muscle and aesthetics, you're not giving your connective tissues the right conditions to heal. And that's the biggest thing. It's just believing that you can. Mm. I wrote a quote and it's, if you believe you can or if you believe you can't, you're right. Mm. Oh (laughs) my God. I've been thinking
3: that all the time. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, It keeps coming back up. I'm like, it's important. That's an amazing
0: quote. Also, one quote that I thought of when I was a kid, but somehow was already out into the world, was uh, impossible. Actually, within the word says, I am possible. There's Mm -hmm. I apostrophe M possible. So impossible. If you think you can't do something, you actually can even in the word it tells you, you yeah. can. so <laughs> like i remember looking at it i was you know 19 years old i'm like this says you can do it yeah. um <laughs> so i think anything that you think is impossible it is possible you know given the right circumstances and hopefully atg will help you in- achieve your impossible dreams there you go mm-hmm. thank you guys